North Georgia. Welcome to the New Bridge broadcast with the services from New Bridge Baptist Church, located on Cleveland Highway, one mile north of the State Patrol Office, near the entrance to Laurel Park. Pastor Milton Harris invites you to join them for their services all week long, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and on Wednesday night. Now let's join the services already in progress from the New Bridge Baptist Church of Gainesville. Good morning. Welcome to Newbridge Baptist Church. It's good to see each of you out this morning. If you would, get your book, stand with us, and turn to page 296.
I need your prayers today. So it's just, we want to lift up Jesus. There's two things I really want to do in this stage in my life. And 
I, I want to encourage the saints. I, I want to be an encourager because we're living in a time we need to be encouraged. But then I want to evangelize the lost. I'd like to encourage them to come to know my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, while they still have opportunity. Amen. All right, Romans chapter number 5. Let's pick up with verse number 1. Therefore, now he's going back to what he's been explaining in chapter 4. And when you see therefore, you need to see why it's therefore, all right? It, it's connecting. He said, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into His grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations or tribulation worketh patience, and a patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not a shame, because the love of God, that love of God that uh, Sister was talking about, uh, Sister Kathy this morning, and the children, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. If you look in verse number 3, he begins to talk about tribulations. Uh, tribulation, literally the word means pressure. It means to bring about affliction, calamity, inconvenience, uneasiness, disturbance, distress, grief, trouble, adversity, trials, all of these things is connected with that, but it all boils down to pressure. It's when our life is put under pressure. I don't know about you, but it seems like leading our life stays uh, under pressure. It seems like it's, it's a constant. You go to bed and it's there. You wake up in the morning and it's there. And it just seems like there's continuous pressure. Continuous things happening in our life. Job said in Job 14, he said, A man is born of a woman. He's talking about mankind. Anyway, born of a woman a few days and full of trouble. Full of pressure. Now a lot... People think about this trouble and the, these trials and they think about, well, I can try to ignore it. Uh, I can try to escape it. Or as a Christian, we can try to enlist it. And that's what we need to do. And today, I just want to try to bring a little bit of encouragement to you about our troubles and trials. Because we're going to have them. Let me just say this. The lost have troubles and trials. Uh, you and I, yes. Uh, Paul uh, 
uh, told uh, young Timothy there in 2 Timothy 3, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. We will suffer pressure. But I'm going to tell you what, those that don't know Jesus Christ do have troubles and trials in their life, although they may put on a big front, and it may not look like it. Those that, that maybe have been saved and are not living for the Lord anymore and just seem like they're prospered on and on and on. Folks, I'm going to tell you what, troubles and trials are in their life. We're going to have troubles and trials. The Word of God says they're going to be in our life. Let me just encourage you, though, to stay true to Jesus. Stay true to Him. Amen? They're going to come. Well, let's look in the Scripture. First of all, I want to bring out the grace through Christ. The grace that we have through Christ. First of all, in verse number 1, he talks about the peace with God. Now, when we study the Word of God, and you've heard me bring this out many times, we have the peace with God. That speaks of our standing once we're born again, once we're saved. For the Word of God teaches us before we're born again, we're an enemy. People don't want to believe that. And let me just say this for the 110th time. People say, oh, we're just all the children of God. No, we're not. We're all the creation of God, but we're not a child of God until we're born again into the family of God. And thank God, back in 1969, as a little eight-year-old boy, when I went to that altar over at New Hope Baptist Church on Pea Ridge, Georgia over there, I went up and asked Jesus Christ to save my lost soul. And I'm glad he did exactly what he said he'd do. He said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Again, I'm glad to be a whosoever. But that very night, hey, listen, I became a child of God. I was no longer an enemy. And I had peace with God. And I will have peace with God throughout all eternity. Now, the Word of God teaches us in the Pauline epistles, he says there's peace from God. Uh, that's speaking of our relationship that you and I now have because we are saved. We can say, our Father which art in heaven. And then there is the peace of God that comes, that gives us rest. It, it comes through a prayer life when you and I call upon the Lord and we just pour our hearts out to Him, praise God, we can enjoy the peace of God. But right here, uh, Paul is making it very clear, being justified uh, uh, there through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other way to be justified in the eyes of God. It's a judicial act. And the only way that you and I can be pardoned, the only way we can be justified is to put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and be born again. But thank God for the grace that allows us to do that. So we see the peace. But then look at the privileges in verse number 2. Look at the access we now have. He says we now have access. We have access right into the, great, into the throne room of God. In the Old Testament time, when they had the tabernacle and the temple, they had the Holy of Holies, and the high priest could only enter in there uh, once. By the way, they, uh, they had little bells on, on his garment, and they had a rope tied around his ankle. When they couldn't hear the bells and it got quiet, 
They drug him out because something happened and the high priest was dead. Apparently he would go in and offer some strange fire or something out of the will of God. And they, so they had that. But only the high priest could enter in. And he would enter in uh, to sacrifice for the sins of the people. But praise God, when, when Jesus Christ said it was finished, that veil of the temple was rent from top to bottom. And now you and I have direct access into the very throne room of God. I want to tell you, is that not a privilege? You don't have to come to me and then let me go to God on your behalf. You've got a direct line into uh, the Holy of Holies tonight. An old bat phone. No, 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 no. You know, Batman and the, and the mayor had a direct line in, didn't they? Well, praise God, we've got a direct line in. Hey, we've got access. We've got assurance. Hey, we've got assurance because as a child of God, look at that in verse number 2. Hey, that we can go to Him and know that He cares for us, that He will take care of us. We can rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Amen. So we see the peace. We see the privileges. But I want to say, thirdly, look at the pressure. Now I'm talking about uh, grace through Christ. You and I are going to have pressure. You and I are going to have troubles and trials. But it's wonderful to know we've got a Savior we can go to. Isn't it wonderful to know that when Paul said, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Isn't it wonderful to know, as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, there he uses the word the temptation for the word trials, uh, for that pressure. I'm glad that he said that he will not allow any more pressure to be put on us that through his grace, through his power, through his might that we'll be able to handle. Isn't that wonderful? I'm talking about grace that we have through Christ. All right? Secondly, I want you to look at this. Growth through conflict. Not only grace through Christ, but look at the growth through conflict. In other words... God's just not uh, sending down these troubles and trials. He's not, not sending down this pressure uh, just to be a mean ogre God. He's not. He's a loving God, thank God. Yes, He is a God of judgment. He is a holy God. And as the one preacher said, hey, to preach the love of God without preaching the holiness of God would be a sin. And he's right. Because He is, yes, a loving God, but He is a holy, righteous God as well. By the way, he hasn't changed his mind about sin. Man has tried to change him, but as Paul wrote there in the first chapter of Romans, uh, he said we're in a time we're worshiping the creature, not the creator. And that's what they've done. They've turned God into a creature and not the creator. But I'm going to tell you, he is the creator. Amen. He's still in control. He's one that control. He created everything. But let's look at this growth through the conflict. He said here, sure, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. So the first thing we see is endurance. When you and I go through a time of trouble, when you and I go through a time of uh, trials and tribulation, what it's doing in our life is it's working that endurance. 
it's working that patience. By the way, can I share with you again, be careful what you pray for. Y'all remember when I told you as a young preacher, I started praying for patience, and I'm going to tell you what, I couldn't even tie my shoes without breaking the shoelace. I, I couldn't do anything. Everything was just troubles and trials on every hand. And boy, I'm, you're talking about getting discouraged. I used to go up there off of Sky Lake Road up there to my uh, great-aunts uh, great and my grandmothers and up there. And I, I went up there one day. I'd go up there on the side of the mountain and pray. I went up there one day, and I, they come out, and I said, listen, I've got to go up. And I got up and prayed, and I came back down, and I went in there and sat. And, and they said, what's wrong? We can tell you're down. You're discouraged. What's going on? And I said, listen, I've never tried so hard to live right. I said, I've even asked the Lord to give me patience. And I said, it seems like I've got troubles and trials on every And they laughed at me. They laughed at me. Could you imagine that? They laughed at me. And I never forget it. My little grandma looked over and she said, you asked for it. I said, I did not. She said, read your Bible. She said, how does patience come? comes through troubles and trials. So you said, Lord, send me troubles and trials. So I went back up the mountain and I prayed. I said, now, Lord, let's scratch that prayer request on patience here. And, and, and Lord, just, just help me to be patient, all right? Oh, me. So be careful what we pray. But what Paul's pointing out here, it gives us endurance. Each time we go through something, it helps us when we're facing the next trial, when we're facing the next trouble, when we're facing the next pressure out there. And it reminds us of how the Lord brings us, how He brought us out from over here, and it gives us that endurance and assurance to know He's going to bring us out over here. Endurance. And that's what Paul's saying here. And Paul's saying, hey, listen, there's growth through conflict. That's how you and I grow spiritually. If, if we never had, David, any pressure in our life, if we never had any conflict, I, you and I would never grow spiritually. But that's how, how we grow. There's growth in conflict. So it brings about endurance. It helps us just to stay faithful and hang on to the Lord. But then let's go a little bit further. He said, in patience and experience. Here, secondly, not only endurance, but experience. It goes back to saying, hey, listen, I look down through life and I look down through the troubles and I look down through the trials. I look down through what's been going on in my life and every time I can see how the Lord was with me, how the peace of God was with me, how the Lord brought me through each one and it gives me that experience out there to know that He's going to bring me through this one. But not only that experience, but it gives me experience that when somebody else is going through something, out there I can share my experience to encourage them out there uh, to stay with the Lord out there. And God will give them that endurance and then give them that experience. So we see God is working. Folks, I, I don't know. You may not need, I needed this today. I'll be honest with you. I needed to be reminded. Endurance. Experience. But then 
Thirdly, look at this, the expectation. He said, and experience hope. Hope. I love Adrian Rogers' definition of the word hope here. Hope here is, he defines it as faith in the future tense. In other words, it's not only faith in that God's going to provide for the present, but it's faith in knowing God's going to take care of the future. That's what hope is. Now, you and I today, we say, boy, we hope it warms up above freezing, don't we? Not knowing for sure. Now, the weatherman says, I think it will, but I don't know. But we hope. Some of you may be hoping it snows sometime this winter. Uh, Y'all can have it, all right? You can hope this, and you can hope that, and you're thinking it may be happening, it may not, but this isn't the hope that Paul's talking about here. It's an expectation. It, 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 it's faith in the future tense. It's realizing, hey, God's going to take care of not only what's going on now, but God's going to take care of tomorrow, God's going to take care of February. God's going to take care if we see 2025. God's going to take care of 2024, 2020. Hey, that's what this hope is talking about here. It's that expectation. And sometimes we get caught up and, and we see the endurance. We see the experience. But sometimes we get discouraged. You ever get discouraged? Anybody here ever get discouraged? And we, care, we, get, we get discouraged and we lose sight of that expectation. But I'm going to tell you what. God will do exactly what he promised he would do. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count them. But as long suffering to us, not willing in any should perish, but all should come to repentance. There's that expectation. That's faith in the future. That's knowing God's going to take care of of whatever tomorrow brings. Amen? There's growth in our conflict. There's grace through Christ. But let me say, thirdly and lastly, there's glory through the comforter. Glory through the comforter. What is he said here? And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. There's glory through the Comforter, through the Holy Spirit of God. Now, I want to say this. How many of y'all feel like rejoicing when you're under pressure? How many of you feel like rejoicing when you're going through one of the work, maybe the worst trials of your life? I don't know about you, but I don't get up in the morning and say, Lord, I'm glad I'm suffering. I don't know about you, but... Co Cold weather and arthritis is not a good combination. Every morning, every night. It, and I don't get up and say, boy, I'm glad I'm suffering. Do you? But you know what? I can rejoice through the Holy Spirit that God has given me and knowing that the Lord has got this. He's got this.
and he will give us the ability to avail that and whatever we need to see us through no matter what the pressure is God will see us through and I think that's what Paul is trying to remind us of here there's grace through Christ there's growth through conflict but there's glory through the Holy Spirit of God I rejoice Glorify God through Him that dwells in me. Amen. I hope this has been an encouragement to you today. That's my prayer. We're going to go through troubles and trials. The Bible says that. But in it, wonderful, know we've got a Savior that will see us through no matter what. Praise, praise His holy name. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville.